Welcome to the Blackfoot Show with myself, Ez Prez. And myself, the remarkable one. We will be discussing current issues, topics and anything affecting the black community. Welcome. You can contact us on blackthoughtsshow at gmail.com Instagram, blackthoughtsshow Even on Twitter, blackthoughtsuk Yes, yes, people them. Yeah, 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 indeed. So, another day, another dollar, another week, time to speak. And I'm going in the bag now. And let's see what the people them have chosen. Okay, yeah. so this one says Can black people really be themselves? In the workplace, yeah, you go first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, can black people be themselves in the workplace? Well, I think it depends on your workplace. Mm-hmm. Now, if you work in um, the patty shop and you know, you got to deal with black people all day long. Mm. Then, of course, I think you can definitely be your authentic black roots and culture self. Right. Um, now, technically, you should be able to be yourself wherever you go. Mm. But we know that that's not the reality of the experience of the average black person within the UK. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think there's a diff, there's 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 two sides to this because, regardless to where you work, you have to be professional, and I yeah. think sometimes people look at this and think, well, black people are not professional, but you go Africa, you go Caribbean, you go in black countries. And professional people still speak in a professional manner and handle themselves in a professional manner. So, in a sense, maybe they're not themselves because they're in a um, setting that doesn't um, allow to be on some dega dega business. <laughs> yeah, but, that's um, true. But then, if you're talking about. Um, working on TV and you can't have natural hair and be your natural self as in appearance then that is the problem that is the crux of the problem and in a, and there are workplaces I think it's got better over the years but I think there still are workplaces where you can't be your natural self but first let's see if we can establish what would you say is your natural self first so oh. we know if we can be our mm. natural selves or not okay so um a woman wearing natural hair on television for example uh-huh. instead of wearing their hair straight or to the european um standards of beauty uh-huh. a school student having dreadlocks in school because you know, their parents are Rasta 
they 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 choose for their child to have either afro or dreadlocks in school and the school sending them home saying that um your child is not um um applying to our rules in this school with regards to appearance um uh um a man at work in his workplace that might have a gold tooth at the front and again is rocking dreads at afro um I might be I don't know a bit um animated with his hand movements for example mm. and they're telling him to tone down he's aggressive when actually he's just expressing himself in his not unnatural way those for me are examples of people um, not being allowed to be their natural self what would it be for you what do you mean what is your natural self uh, as a black person when you go to work? Um, I mean, I, I would like to consider myself a professional when I'm at work. Um, I just feel that whatever I choose to wear or um, however I choose to um, do my hair. I mean, I ain't got no hair, but if I wanted to wear Afro, or another style, it shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. But I know within the organisation that I worked of people, um, not so much now, but when they started maybe 10, 15 or so years ago, I know two people that cut off their dreads in order to get the job. But obviously times have changed, things have moved on and they've now grown back their dreads. Um, but they felt that they had to get them, cut them in order to get the job at the time. Okay. Um, but I've never had to conform in that way. Um, for me, it's just about, um, I guess, at times I am my natural self, but, you know, there's certain things I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't try and talk Pat well, for example, at work. Um, I, I'll try and tone that down. Um, but Why? Because I think some people just won't understand it. Or um, I've got a, a colleague of mine, he's from Trinidad, mm-hmm. and he was speaking to a colleague in a in a way, and it, um, they were having a disagreement. Yeah. Now, the, the person that he was having a disagreement with then um, sent off a complaint saying... Um, this colleague was talking in street language and I couldn't understand him and it all felt very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Whereas the person was just talking in his native accent, na- native tongue, so to speak. Um, Whose problem is that, though? <clears throat> that's his problem. Not That's um, the person that put in the complaint because actually, you know, um, we we live in a society in this con- in this city in particular whereby we have people from all over the world. Now, I'm sure if that spoke, person spoke with a Spanish accent or a Portuguese or French accent, I don't think that complaint would have gone forward. But because this person was speaking in uh, what can be considered a black accent, I think that, uh, in my opinion, that is why that complaint where went where it went. Um, so in that instance, my co- my colleague wasn't allowed to be his natural self. Mm-hmm. He had to conform into a, something 
that allowed this person, this other person, to feel comfortable. Now, for me, that's not right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I was thinking, if that person was Scottish, mm. like, I find sometimes, not the Scottish accent, the Yorkshire accent is quite similar to a Bayesian accent. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, if that was a situation, yeah, I, I again, I don't think that the same thing would have... Thing. So I, I think... It, it comes down to the perception of yourself at mm. the end of the day. Um, what, how people perceive you, which is none of your business, really and truly. Um, as long as you're not being unprofessional, mm. in, you know, in, in, the right, in the right setting kind of thing, then you should be able to, like, like you're saying, rock the Afro, Jericho, if you want, skin fade, barlet, dreadlocks, mm-hmm. rasta. If you like, you should be able to be your yourself. There should not be. But I think what has been happening over the years, just like you gave the example, um, we need to pay our bills, isn't it? That's right. We want our children to get education, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And we know that we are in establishments that is. 99.98% owned by white people who have those preconceived uh, misconceptions, preconceived notions. Um, I mean, it goes as far as just to say, like, if you want a plaster, the, the color of the plaster is doesn't believe mm. you know. Um, so, on, on all kind of levels at work, before you even step into the environment um you're not you're, you're you're less likely to have any kind of representation but you know the ones where you know if you ever go on holidays and it's like just spain or Italy or something like that somewhere in europe and you see and you see black people you, you get them not mm. it yeah exactly mm. you're like to say yeah we see black people um so i think the same things happen in in workplaces when you might not be you know, flush with black people in that one particular workplace. When you see another black person, like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm not alone. Mm. Um, so, I think also the other side of that is being your authentic self. Is if people will understand it. So your colleague who had the Bayesian accent, um, for them to be put in to say that he was speaking aggressively, they, like if that person was speaking to me, like I would know that it's a Bayesian accent, like. Yeah. I would know Jamaican accent. I would know Trinidadian accent. Like so, mm. to me, it wouldn't be aggressive. So, does that mean that the, the Bayesian man has to um, be angry in an English accent? Exactly. So that way, his point is understood. Which then, it's it's a it's a tricky one. I think sometimes because will he put himself at a disadvantage by being his authentic self? Um, talking in his normal accent, being upset as how he would normally be upset, um, challenge things how he would normally challenge things, um, or in, in or so in order to make sure that he can still go for promotions, in order to ensure that he can still get pay rise, to ensure that he can still you know that kind of does that mean he has to he has to change his behaviours and patterns to be like all right mate, oh, no, I went down pub <laughs> last night, it was lovely, I tell you, I tell you, yeah, the weather, I mean... hey, come. So, I mean, basically what you're saying is 
in order to to keep the status quo you have to conform to the ideologies of what it is to be in a workplace and you know um, over the last X amount of years we've had equality equality and diversity um, campaigns in most workplaces Um, I guess the problem the question is are these things just a tick box exercise or are these people really actually looking at okay what are we doing as an organisation to um, facilitate uh, and to um, allow equality and diversity to grow within our organisation because I think what you'll find is most companies will do these exercises and everyone will leave their tap themselves in the back but yet we'll come out of there and they'll still think oh doesn't he look aggressive doesn't he look mean or doesn't his hair look a bit rough and you know um I don't I don't experience a lot but I still hear of black women that are saying people want to touch their hair for example they want to feel how fluffy it is you know I still hear of um of from black women saying well you know I was told um discreetly maybe you should sort your hair out you know um and this is in 2020 slash 2021 these things shouldn't be happening you know it's all right to put on your tv and watch um movie stars in movies but actually you don't really want it in your workplace and when it is within your workplace you really want the most watered down version you can get because it makes you feel comfortable Mm. and this is very similar to um racism racism is a white person's problem Mm -hmm. black people been running around for a long time trying to resolve it and to kind of pour water on the on the fire to kind of keep it calm but actually this is a fire that white people need to stop burning mm-hmm. you know um and within the and this question for me is a white person's issue because actually they need to sort it out so that these situations do not occur within their workplaces um i don't think it's a, it's a us problem now if the person was saying um actually the per- the um, ex-, ex person wasn't a professional then that's different that individual needs to be needs to learn how to become professional maybe that person needs more training maybe that person is not right for that job mm-hmm. um, but to suggest that somebody's appearance i.e. Um, their hairstyle or their, their accent deems them unprofessional it's quite frankly out of order (laughs) (laughs) here here i i agree but i think on the other hand it really and truly we just need to be having our own businesses like it it sounds it sounds easier than can be done kind of thing Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a black businesses out there within the UK and America and that kind of thing. Big but, up all the black businesses. Yeah, definitely. Because it gives you not only a platform to be yourself, so that way when you go home after working, um, you don't have to be somebody else and then feel the stress of that. And when you get home, that people will say, like, you know, how was work? And you're like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Like, like you don't have to be def- you don't have to be on defense when you don't know when to switch off yeah How exactly do you, do you know? like sometimes, 
yeah, sometimes you, you, you find it hard to switch off from work when you get home, especially if something has has really kind of got underneath your 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 ruffle your feathers kind of thing. Mm. And what seen, and, um, sorry, sorry. Go on, yeah. Have you seen the film um um Sorry to Bother You? Um I don't know if that's the full um title, but I know it's definitely got Sorry to Bother You in it within it. No, I haven't seen that. Okay, basically, um, one of the actors, the main actor in it is the guy that sells out Fred Hampton in um, Judas and the Messiah. And the guy's a telly salesman. And in when he gets the job, he's getting zero sales because he's being his authentic self on the phone. Yeah, yeah. So one of his black colleagues comes up to him and says, look, you need to you need to not use you need to be basically your white self so he's like what does that mean and then he kind of the guy explains to him that he needs to kind of go into his inner self and basically sell himself out and then he will reach his his um his targets so he then goes on the phones and starts putting on this hello yes my name is so and so i'm here to sell and he starts killing the sales yeah but but the 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 what the film is showing you is that by selling himself out, he starts forgetting who he is as a person, because okay. now he's only focused on the money and the targets, and not who he is. And um, you know, his girlfriend doesn't recognize who he is anymore because he she feels like he's just gone to the other side, which is again very similar to, I guess, um, Get Out, where. Um, the man's in the sunken place mm-hmm. um, but yeah yeah I just think that's um, an interesting film to anyone to watch that feels like they're in a in a position where they're selling out because that film is is an epitome of what this topic is about that sounds like a very very good film like the, 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 the suggestion that over over a period of time if you have to keep changing who you are because imagine you spend eight nine hours even more at work mm. you see your family less because by the time you get home maybe deal with the kids go to bed or whatever and then you've got to switch on again to go to work and be this persona this person mm-hmm. um so that would kind of um that would kind of take over your your life so to speak like yeah. you, you kind of lose who you are you lose yourself um because you'll be entrenched in it exactly so I can see that how that film actually makes a lot of sense. Like it actually does make a lot, does make a lot of sense in terms of how you'd have to do things to adapt and then you're not actually being your authentic self. And then there's the impact of mental health. Yeah. So where does that put you emotionally, psychologically? Like every day you, you don't feel like you can be yourself. Mm. Every day you have to rep- be a representative of yourself. Yeah, yeah, so that, that must that must great, and I'm sure there's people out there that have to do that. Mm. I think when I when I first um, started working, my first job was in um, Next Retail, um, and I I honestly think um, I got the job based on my name because my name could come across as sounding Jewish. Okay. But when when I got there, obviously they, they saw what I was. Um, and 
<laughs> I basically, I, I still got the job, but I had to kind of carry myself in a particular way. And I was, un- I was uncomfortable with it. Um, and over time, I just kind of reverted back to being myself. Like mm. just dealing with customers in, in, in my normal um, talk rather than trying to um, be speak spoken. But for me, I found my productivity went up because I was able to just be myself. Because it was like one less thing, or one less act to carry out. I could just okay. do my job properly. Yeah, um, yeah. And I would like to think that if companies just allowed their employees to be themselves, um, productivity would go up. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, like because when you feel comfortable, you can hmm. be like, okay, now I feel comfortable. At least um, I don't have to pretend to be somebody that I'm not. Exactly, because um, like when you think about um, what you just said earlier. If somebody's not being themselves and they feel like, oh my gosh, am I am I being the, my right self? The mm-hmm. amount of anxiety that can bring on, work work stress that brings on, you know, um, yeah, you know, not just that, that that could lead to depression in some stages because you're thinking, well, what does my colleagues actually think of me? They don't even really know who I am because I'm faking it mm-hmm. all the time. And even when we go out for work drinks. I have to be my unauthentic self. Like all these things can lead to anxiety, stress, and then, you know, eventually you just start falling in sick. You don't want to go into work and be somebody else today. Mm. Um, and I think these are all um, pointers that employees need to look at because you're messing up your productivity. Definitely. I think for me, my situation, um, I work for a local authority. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot, a lot, a lot of, of white people there. Yeah. Um, and obviously I'm, and again, I've just started new. So I'm, I'm, I'm a new kid on the block. Yeah. But there is a fair amount of black people there as well. So in my, in my kind of experience, I mainly work with young people. Yeah. So I relate to them by being myself Mm -hmm. so I think for me it's what they get of me is is a is a product of somebody who works with young people who in order to to kind of get to understand them and I have to be myself yeah yeah I have to like that's that's uh, for me it kind of comes part part and parcel where uh, sometimes I'm in the office sometimes not in the office but I think either way for me, I get to to be my authentic self. Um, mm-hmm. I if I'm talking to a director or someone, I, to me, I don't. I'm just me, and yeah. I have to be because that's that's what enables me to be able to do my job effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, but for people that's not in that situation, it, it does feel like you you really don't even have a choice to kind of be yourself unless it's a bit unless it's a black business or there's a lot of um black workers black people working there um mm. that way you can because i remember I, I back in the day i used to work for um car from warehouse in the head office in acton yeah. mm-hmm. and my gosh oh gosh on a mercy uh black people like that um so we were all over the shop so it's like it's kind of weird in the sense that 
um, you could be yourself, but you're so chilled because everyone's like you. Yeah. So yeah. like, you don't feel like, oh, I need to make sure I maintain my, it wasn't like a, it's not like a, um, a, 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 a mental exercise that you're doing. It's not like you're challenging yourself to say, I must make sure that I maintain myself, my self-respect and who I am as a person and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's so many black people around. Whereas if you're someone that, the, the, the area that you work in, in kind of thing is a lot of, of white people, you might have to actually say to yourself mentally, right, let me make sure I'm, you know, I need to make sure that I'm myself. I need to be authentic. I need to represent my people like, does that make sense? Yeah, no, totally, totally. Yeah, totally. so I think that's another that's another aspect of it uh, as, as well. When there is a lot of black, because it's not like Carlton was, was was owned by a black person, but mm. the, the, the department where I was working, there was a lot of black people. So it was interesting, and most of the white people was working upstairs in the kind of um, office type office type environment. I was kind of in the call center section. Right. Um, okay. But yeah, so I was able to always be myself, and I'm and I'm quite outlandish at times, and can be quite loud at times also. Um, mm. But yeah, it's good when you you're able to actually be yourself, be your authentic self, and you don't have to worry about trying to be your authentic self. Yeah, I mean, what would be interesting is to see what kind of statistics there are on whether this affects women more than men because I mean off the top of my head I'm thinking women more so because you know they are expected to look a particular way at work um, based on um, the Barbie type images that they've kind of been bombarded with as children up until this point Um, as I said I have I I must state that it is getting better but you know um I remember when um, I forgot the woman's name, but one of the news um, readers on ITN News, when she first cut her hair, an amount of letters and complaints that she got because she was started rocking her own hair, you know. Um, whereas I, in my, I, I'm just assuming that this affects both men and women, but probably more so women because of the aesthetics look that they're expected to to have in in workplaces like working in the city for example um being on television um yeah it'll be interesting to to see what the statistics are with that um yeah and i guess for our, for for the men like in my mind i just instinctively think these are people black people that work within a city would have to conform to be a particular way because that's what is expected in that environment and plus we're so um, our representation in that arena is so small that you almost have to fall in line rather than try to go against the the grain and create um, a look that makes them feel uncomfortable yeah um, exactly. you know so yeah, it'll be interesting to see some stats in it. But um, as the question stated, do we do we um, 
Well, I forgot what the actual question was. We have, to, we have to. Can we maintain being ourselves in in the in the workplace? Yeah, I think in this day and age, especially with all that's happened in the last two years, um, with police murder, with um, police brutality towards black people, obviously um, the sad death of George Floyd, um, the uprising of Black Lives Matter. I think this is an issue that also shows that, you know, black lives do matter within the workplace. And I think it's important um, that we kind of take a stance within our workplaces to be ourselves, um, but maintain professionalism because they would love to hang you and say, well, you wasn't professional. You're not a professional person and blah, blah, blah. And they will throw that at you. Yeah, so, yeah I think you're bush. Yeah, so it's important that we are our authentic selves but we are the damn best at our jobs, so they can't tell us nothing. Mm. We understand. I I understand, but I do think in answer to the question, me personally, I don't think we can be our authentic self if it's an establishment that is not understanding of black culture. Mm-hmm. And that is, mm, I don't know if it's a majority, but I would say a, a, a large percentage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, ones that don't really understand per se like what it's like to have to watch your back every day um, when the police when the police sirens ring and you think to yourself are oh, they going to pull me over like oh what did I do now or you know what I mean that kind of thing so um, and I think it's with education because with some white people like they 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 get it like They've got black friends, <laughs> that old cliche. Um, they've seen what happens. Um, they're around black culture a lot. So if they hear you shouting or something, um, just like if you know someone that's Greek or something, for example, or yeah. Italian, like mm. they just as, as loud, for example. So to them, they'll be like, okay, that, that's just that's just what we, that's just how it is when you, you know what I mean? You're just having a general conversation. Yeah they're known to be doing the same thing kind of thing um so uh so yeah i think that in answer to that your question can we be our authentic selves um in the workplace miss it no not unless you know um it is uh not unless it's a, a company that um uh, understands black culture and is understanding of how we are on a normal everyday thing and the things that we have to deal with on a regular basis indeed all right so i guess that is it for another episode of the black fortune <laughs> yeah yeah you know, topic yeah thank you all for listening so much we appreciate you and we all shall right. catch you on the next episode of the Black Thought Show. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Black Thought Show. If there are any topics you'd like us to discuss, please feel free to contact us. Our email is blackthoughtshow at gmail.com Instagram is blackthoughtshow or our Twitter is Blackforts UK. Thank you. Peace. Hey.